You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani. And the Braves, they kept their winning ways going on this road trip after taking two out of three from the Mets in a rain-shortened series. Well, they got things started out in a three-game series against Miami with a 6 nothing win against the reigning Cy Young Award winner, thanks to a guy that's starting to make quite a case for the way-too-early Cy Young for 2023. That, of course, would be Bryce Elder. He has been terrific. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about this 6 nothing win. We'll talk about Ron Lacuna Jr. being back in the lineup, which was a big story throughout the day. We'll get to all of it here on the Braves postcast. Before we do, though, I want to remind you to subscribe right here on YouTube. Hit that bell so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, if I were a viewer of this show and I liked the outcome of this game, I would probably leave a like at this point for a 6 nothing Braves win where it seemed like just about everything was going the Braves' way as they started out this three-game set in Miami. Yeah, I mean, it honestly felt like a pretty dominating performance, even though the game was pretty close for a while until the Braves pulled away late. But with Bryce Elder, what he was doing on the mound, it just felt like the Marlins had no chance in this one. And the Braves able to get to Sandy Alcantara, put some runs up on the board early. Just felt like that kind of game for the Braves. Yeah, it really did, where things were just going right. And those late runs, those insurance runs, they came courtesy of a whole bunch of walks, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But when you're able to build up a lead against somebody as tough as Sandy Alcantara and have somebody settle in the way Bryce Elder did, it's kind of a recipe for success right there, and it helped the Braves to the 6 nothing victory. It's game number 30 of the year. Atlanta now 20-10 and 10 on the season. Six runs, nine hits, an error, 11 men left on base. Marlins 16-14, and 14, no runs on four hits. No errors, five men left aboard. Bryce Elder picks up the win. He's 3-0. Sandy Alcantara takes a loss. He drops to 1-3. No save in a game that lasted two hours and 40 minutes. A crowd of 8,626 were on hand to see it, and they got to see Bryce Elder continue, Jake, doing what he has done so well since being called upon when Max Fried landed on the injured list on opening day. Bryce Elder jumped into the rotation after having been optioned down to Gwinnett, and all he's done over his first, what, five starts now, or excuse me, six starts, is to go out and give the Braves a chance to win every fifth day. Seven innings of shutout ball, no walks, six punch-outs tonight. I thought he looked outstanding. Yeah, maybe his best start of the season, but he's had some really good ones. He's worked into the sixth inning in every start this year, so not only is he giving you good production, he's also giving you a lot of length whenever he takes the, the mound as well. And you know, it's crazy. You had the same pitching matchup you had just a week ago. And in that game, the Marlins got Bryce Elder for three home runs. But in this game, 11 ground outs. He did a much better job of getting that weak contact, 88.9 mile per hour average exit velocity against a lot of weak contact. He was dictating the count and the pitches that he can yeah. throw in this one in terms of last week, getting behind, having to come over the middle of the plate. And when he did, he got hit pretty hard. But when he's able to get ahead like he did on this night and he can dictate the pitches that the hitter has to swing at, then he's going to get that weak contact. He's going to have a lot of success. And you got that Braves defense behind him, which also played pretty well on this evening. So, yeah, this was a great performance from Bryce Elder. Again, he's just been fantastic all year long for the Braves, giving them good starts, zero earned or more in yeah. four of six starts. That'll work. Yeah, no, that'll play, as they say. And for Bryce on this night, lowered his ERA on the season to 1.75 through those six starts with his seven scoreless innings. And as you mentioned, 
great to see him bounce back against a club that got him for three home runs at Truist Park last time these two teams squared off. And this is the second consecutive time that the Braves have been able to work Sandy Alcantara just enough to grab a lead in this game. So impressive to see that. And hopefully we're going to see some more of that kind of play throughout this series, no matter who's on the mound, with the Braves getting that early lead, handing it to their starting pitcher and getting the job done. And of course, we'll talk about those games as they come along, but we got a lot to get into when it comes to sizing up the Braves offense, which had Ronald Acuna Jr. back at the top and back to his usual against Miami. We'll talk about that after I tell you about our new sponsor, So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards from all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. You collect, buy, sell, and compete with other player cards against global opponents to win rewards, and win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn to draft your team of free player cards Set your lineup and start competing today to win those rewards. That's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Ronald Acuna Jr. was the big story, I think, coming out of that doubleheader after getting plunked on the third pitch of the game up in the shoulder. He kind of described it as, I guess he got kind of dead-armed by it and just didn't have enough time to get the feeling back in that arm, so I had to leave the game. X-rays and other tests and other imaging was done away from the ballpark in New York. He, of course, made the trip down to Miami, felt good enough today that he was in the starting lineup. And Jake, if you just needed a reminder that Ronald Acuna Jr. is just a special player, you were worried he may not be in the lineup for who knows how long. He comes out and just blisters a double off the wall in center field to start the game. And, oh, by the way, stole his 15th base of the year. He just does those things every single night that I think a lot of folks just might take for granted sometimes. Yeah, look, I mean, thank goodness he was not injured badly on that pitch. I mean, as good as he is playing right now, I talked about the other night, I mean, you just can't leave when you know he's coming up to the plate. I mean, especially with the pace of play right now, you just can't walk away from the TV too long because the way the Braves' offense has going, it seems like Acuna's coming up every inning, and that is great for the Braves' success. But, yeah, to come back out after getting hit yesterday and get a leadoff double against Sandy Alcantara, getting on base once again to lead a ball game, stolen base later in the game, did a somersault as well to keep that <laughs> hand on the bag. So, I mean, if you had any concerns, he's certainly – put those to bed pretty early in this one. He looked like the Ronald Acuna Jr. we've seen all season, which looks like a candidate to win the MVP if he can keep this up all season. Let's just hope he stays healthy. Teams are going to continue to pitch him up and in. That's just the way that it is, but hopefully we don't see anything too serious if he does get hit by more of these pitches, which he probably will. It's just the way that pitchers are going to pitch to him, but just really want to see him stay healthy for a full season and see what he can really do. Yeah, I think that's understandable. And look, I could never blame an opposing pitcher for wanting to get that inside corner, establish that, make sure that he's not comfortable up there leaning out over the plate and doing the things that he does with that big swing because it can affect the game. And I think that that is one of the things that pitchers have been looking to do is just get it into his head at least a little bit. But you don't want to see him racking up hit by pitches. You don't want to see the ball up near his head, that kind of thing. And hopefully that little scare in New York is one little blip on the radar for a 2023 season that, as you mentioned, already has him among the league leaders in multiple categories. He's ignited the Braves lineup, you know, day in and day out. He's a major league leader in stolen bases, you know, racking up these runs scored. I mean, Ronald's doing some special things. And Jake, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I'm not sure he's really even gotten truly hot yet and gotten on a roll because I know a lot of people have looked at it and said he's hitting the ball on the ground an awful lot. You look at that home run that he hit at City Field in the doubleheader in game one. You look at that double off the wall in center field to lead off this game in Miami, and then the sacrifice fly in the eighth inning, Ronald's starting to lift the ball. And when that happens, I think it's going to start ending up 
going over the wall, and we're going to start seeing those home runs pile up at the rate that we've been accustomed to seeing from Ronald in his young career. Yeah, I think we all kind of know it's coming, feel it's coming, and when it does, as you said, don't want to alarm anyone else in the league, but when it does happen, I think it's going to come in bunches, and you're going to start to see him leaving the yard a lot more often. He just missed it. You could kind of see it on his face with that sack fly. The ball almost got out of there for a grand slam, and you know what Ronald loves to do against the Marlins anyway, so you know he wanted to be back in this series. But, yes, the, the home runs will come. It is crazy to think as good as he's been, we still haven't really seen him take off in the power department. And again, I think it will come. And I think we're starting to see signs of that. Yeah, I think we are as well. So as you look at what Ronald was doing at the top of the order, just good to see him back there. One for three with a walk, a stolen base, uh, knocked in a run as well on that sack fly. His buddy Ozzy Albies had himself a good game. Home run number eight of the year. He went two for four, had a hustle double a little bit later on. Also drew a walk. He did get doubled off of second base on a sharp liner uh, by Michael Harris that was snagged by the shortstop. So not a lot Ozzy could do there. He was off to that secondary lead. But either way, you start to look back at the last 15, 16 games for Ozzy, you know, hitting upwards of about 280, slugging close to 600, knocking in a whole bunch of runs, hitting home runs. It's the Ozzy Albies that we were accustomed to seeing before he ran into that injury plague 2022. I think he's starting to put some things together as well. Yeah, it's been great to see. And with the struggles that Matt Olson somewhat has had over the last couple of weeks, and especially Austin Riley, to have Sean Murphy, Ozzy Albies, Eddie Rosario, those guys step up in the middle of the order to pick up some of the slack there really is a welcome sight for the Atlanta Braves. And just great to see Ozzy Albies. He's such a fun player and he's such a just you know fun person to be around to see him back on the field doing what he loves to do and to see him having the success that he's having a lot of people have forgotten about Ozzy Albies he, you know you don't see him on a lot of the top second base list in all of baseball and I think by the end of this season we will start to see him back up there I would agree with that As he's always been in the middle of a lot of good things going on for the Braves throughout winning the National League East for five consecutive years couple postseason runs, winning the World Series. I mean, Ozzy has been an integral part of these teams. And having him back and healthy after what was, I'm sure, a very frustrating 2022, that's a good thing to see here early in the season as we've turned the calendar to the month of May. Meanwhile, a guy who wants to leave April completely behind him, that would be Marcelo Zuna, who was not having much fun in the first month of the season. He went two for four, drew a walk. He got called out on strikes in his final AB. I thought that was kind of a, a rough call, and there were a few of those in this game. But be that as it may, yeah, we saw a couple of hard-hit balls from Marcel, uh, the walk as well. He scored a run. If he could figure out a way to just get some things going, he can remain in that mix as the Braves try to figure out DH at the very least. But we didn't see him much, uh, if at all, in New York. So that was certainly a long layoff for somebody like Marcel to get back in and show that maybe some of the work he was doing behind the scenes translated into at least some results tonight. I'm certainly not going to call it a hot streak, but maybe it's a start. Yeah, he weirdly has really good numbers against Sandy Alcantara, yeah. batting 500 against him. I don't know what there is to that, but I, I figured he would be in the lineup tonight because of that. He was in the lineup last week when they faced Sandy. So gets a couple of hits, some hard hit balls, and this one also had the walk. Look, it's at a point now he has to earn playing time, and he has to show that he can be successful. So, you know, good for him. He gets this opportunity. He comes in, gets a couple of hits. Maybe that earns him another starter to the rest of the week. But, I mean, his playing time, he has to earn it at this point. There are other guys who have been playing well that are deserving of those spots. You could get Travis Darno, Orlando Arcia back in the next couple of weeks. They're going to take up some at-bats as well. So, you know, Marcel is at a point where he has to produce if he's going to stay in the lineup. Yeah, no, you're going to have to earn these ABs more so now than he was maybe over the first two or three weeks of the season. 
And it's not just because yeah, he had a bad couple of weeks and, you know, every player has that. We're talking about two plus years of really subpar results. And when you do have better options and other options who are producing, it's hard to keep those bats out of the lineup, but a good night for him on this night. Meanwhile, Michael Harris came back over the weekend in that Met series. He was one for five, loved the hustle double in this game, scored a run as well, uh, made a nice throw into second base, a great tag by Ozzy Albies to cut down a runner, doing some Michael Harris, the second stuff. And that's always great to see. And the Braves certainly missed him and his all around style of play. Yeah, and look, he was he was struggling to start the season as well. Maybe it was due to some of those back issues that he was having. So good to see him. Like you mentioned, that hustle double showing that yeah. back is healthy. He had the unfortunate line out that doubled off Ozzy, which I thought was another good swing from him. I mean, if the Braves get this guy going with everybody else they have going right now in the middle of that order, as I mentioned earlier with Ozzy, Murphy, and, and Eddie. Eddie had a big hit tonight, a big two-out yeah. RBI as well. I mean, you get Michael Harris going now down at the bottom of that order, and this lineup just continues to get even better and better. So, yeah, great to see Michael Harris back out there. And then, again, good to see him flying around the bases doing what he is great at doing. Yeah, and that Harris hustle double was a big part of that three-run inning. The Braves got five walks in that frame. Ronald had his sacrifice fly there as well as Atlanta added three runs onto what was, at that time, still a close game. Bryce Elder had done his job for seven frames. And then you had the Braves bullpen. Kirby Yates and Joe Jimenez were able to close things out and keep the Marlins off the board and close out this shutout as the Braves move to 20-10 and 10 on the season. The Mets were rained out against the Tigers. Three-and-a-half game lead now for the first-place Braves in the National League East standings. We'll talk a little bit about Game 2 of this series, which happens on Wednesday night in Miami, after I tell you about our sponsor, Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That is rocketmoney.com slash MLB to check that out. Uh, the Braves will be in battle against the Marlins yet again in game two of this three-game set. It happens on Wednesday night. As you can see, Kyle Wright will be on the mound for the Braves. The righty against lefty Braxton Garrett. Wright's still looking for that first win of the year, but I do think, Jake, that there has been some, um, I don't know, some progress made each and every time Wright's gone out there. And of course, the last time was his rain shortened start on Thursday against this very Marlins club where he had six punch outs in three scoreless innings. I would imagine it will carry a little bit of momentum into this one as he looks to lace them up and face the fish yet again. Yeah, you really, really hated to see that that outing get cut short because it was the best we had seen from him so far this season. So hopefully he carries that over. Over hopefully there's not a little bit of rust after you know not you know not completing that outing. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Hopefully he can uh, take some notes from Bryce Elder who tacked the zone, got those ground balls, which Cal Wright is great at doing as well, and letting that defense work behind him. So really looking forward to seeing Cal Wright get back out there. Hopefully continue to build off that momentum that he had in his rain short and start last time where again I thought he looked the best he has all season yeah and a big reliance on that breaking ball as well I think that has really helped him get on track and his start against Kansas City uh, before he ran into trouble against Houston I thought he was throwing that thing pretty well and clearly against the Marlins in his last start it just seemed like Kyle Wright was starting to really find himself again and that's a big thing for the Braves who needed him healthy they needed Max Fried back in healthy they've got Spencer Strider rolling along Charlie Morton has showed some signs over his last few starts and yeah, that guy Bryce Elder just did it again on this night with seven scoreless innings as the Braves beat the Marlins six to nothing to take game one of this three game set. That'll bring us to the end of the Locked On Sports Atlanta Braves postcast. As always, make sure to subscribe here on YouTube. Click that bell to get notified every time we drop a new episode. Go ahead and hit that like button. And if you enjoyed the show, by all means, share a friend, leave a comment, 
all those good things. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake's got you covered all season long, and you'll get every episode of the Locked On Braves postcast on that feed as well throughout the season. Once again, the Braves with a 6-0 victory over the Miami Marlins in game one of the three-game set. We'll be back at you after game two on Wednesday. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We'll catch you then. So long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 